0: Hello and welcome to a special of Wicked Women's Institute uh, podcast. Um, This episode is dedicated to key workers who are just magnificent and wonderful people and make the world a better place. And also to my friend C that deserves a lot better than she got. Stairs are overrated. So, what can I say? We're doing, you know, we're facing a I'm gonna do it unprecedented time, and um yeah, of course we're in a global pandemic, which is absolutely mental, and a lot of the time I feel myself asking, What the fuck like what the fuck? this is like some sort of movie, but we're all in it, and you know there's no escaping it. We are in a crisis, and it's like at times completely overwhelming, and then you get like a sense of normality and then you're like. But hang on, this is just so strange. So I really hope that you're doing okay at this time. But what I want to say to you is that there is absolutely no right or wrong way to deal with this. So if at one moment you're crying, then you're laughing, then you're like getting really anxious and then you're absolutely fine, then that's totally okay and no one can tell you otherwise. No meme, no tweet, no social media posts should make you feel like you're not being enough, doing enough and you know fuck those memes basically. I mean when this first started I was just absolutely pissed off at being told what to do. It was like make sure you set yourself a schedule each day. Get up early. Have breakfast, eat five pieces of fruit and veg. And I was just like, fuck you. I I feel really weird and all I want to do is just try and get up and make sure that I'm okay. And that's what I'm doing really. And some days I get dressed and other days I don't. And that's the way things are. So don't you worry about it. You feel how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. So um, I want to talk a bit about body hair. Now before uh, the end of last year I decided to let everything go and um, you know get back to my sort of like my true self which is a hairy being. I'm you know half Croatian therefore I'm meant to be a hairy woman and yeah my body thrives it, it loves being hairy and to be honest I really enjoyed it as well so when it came to Harry, I was like well yeah I'm already doing it I'm pretty cool everything's good and then I think things got to a point where like my underarms were just like it was it was really soft and downy I enjoyed touching it but it kept like being so sweaty and like the sweat was like tangy you know like those chew you could get that was sour apple it was kind of like that really intense kind of tang like a and i thought yeah i can't i can't be doing with this so my husband bought a beard trimmer and i will say so he gave me permission and the underarms came off and i was kind of sad because i missed the downy hair but also i'm not a massive fan of the tang but also, during this time, um I felt that you know my lady Bush, well, every time I looked downstairs, it looked like I was birthing Bob Ross, and for those who are very young, please Google Bob Ross. he basically has a white fro, like I'm talking a big bush, so obviously that has to come off as well, and um but what I will say is that, um, I have one pube that is actually really long, and I've called it Gerald um i wanted you to give you know i wanted to give you an update on gerald but actually i can't find gerald so i don't know where gerald is like perhaps he just got sick of covid and decided to leave down the plug hole i mean who knows and um, there is another one that's slightly smaller on the other lip which i'm gonna call fiona so fiona is doing well um i think she's coping okay with covid so far so the leg situation is that i mean the hair on my legs is the longest it's ever been again very downy sort of like i'd go on my bike and it would flow in the breeze as the wind hit you know up my trouser um but again i was kind of like with the nicer weather i was kind of like oh maybe i want to just you know so yeah i did that again but unfortunately i got really bored and i only shaved one leg meant then i had one hairy leg and then one not so hairy leg and yeah that was weird i had to go for a run basically in shorts because it was so warm and then i was kind of like half yeti so it's like left leg yeti right leg you know prepared so yeah i mean as it stands at the moment i don't know how i'm gonna feel you know I kind of like I'm not too worried about body hair I'm kind of like if it's gonna grow it's gonna grow if I take it off I take it off that's the thing I feel about feminism I mean that's the whole point it's your body it's your choice if you want to be bald you know you go for it or if you want to be like massive tushies like go for it I'm there for it so I've always um been up for discussing mental health and it's something that is, you know been a big part of my life and is a big part of my life um as I said at the beginning of this it can you know this situation it's like we we don't know anything about it really you know it's kind of like it's hard to know how to feel and I think at times it can feel completely overwhelming I've certainly had moments where I felt extremely low um trapped and also it's supremely sad for what is actually happening because ultimately there are people losing their lives and that's really distressing and there are also you know there are people doing so much amazing work to make sure that as many people stay alive as possible and when I think about that like my brain just sort of goes like but there's also people that have it far far worse than I do I mean I have a roof over my head I have food I have money I have you know I'm I'm in lockdown with my husband and my cat and they keep me fairly sane and I think it's good to try and remember that we're all human and you know I feel so deeply for the people that don't have that are in and that that are in really dangerous situations and it can make you feel like very helpless and that's a horrible feeling Um, but I think it's something that we have to recognise you know that's fine to feel like that but also there are little things that we can do as well to to try and help so whether that's maybe donating to some charities sharing the work that they do um, and also being aware of it you know telling others about it and just making sure it's at the forefront of our minds when we can handle it because I know sometimes it's hard to. I'm not really looking at the news very much at all. Um, I see things on Twitter and I get alerts from the Guardian and the BBC but I'm not actively seeking it um, because I feel like it's a trigger for anxiety. As for actually going outside, I'm very wary of doing that sometimes like I have been running outside but when it comes to walking outside I don't particularly like that I think it's because I'm not moving quick enough and I kind of feel like I need to be yeah almost like running away it's quite an odd feeling um so yeah I, qu- I feel quite anxious about that really um uh, my husband's been doing the shopping because I just haven't been wanting to be around like people close to me and and you know it's not that close but it kind of is and um, yeah so that's quite odd as well so what I want to say to you is that you know if you are struggling then I'm really sorry but again it's it's normal I feel like this is a very normal thing to be low and anxious um, about this situation there's a lot of things out of our control and one of the things I know that triggers me is being out of control and um, if you have a bad day, that's fine. And if you have a better day, that's great. And I'm always here to talk to if you want to. So I wanna discuss some things that are keeping me sane. Um, So social media I feel is like a double-edged sword. I mean, some is really good and then some you're just like, oh God, you know, why? So I think it's healthy to check out every now and again and just be like, no thanks. But we're gonna concentrate on the positive, and there are absolutely loads of women who are keeping me sane, and I want to give them like a huge shout out. So Daisy May Cooper, is um the creator of uh, our country, and she's Carrie Mucklow, and she is just absolutely hilarious every day she creases me honestly her instagram is just absolutely hilarious she's so funny and um, she did a tarot car reading uh, the other night which was brilliant and also she did a radio one takeover and i swear to god i almost wet myself like i can't believe she played ghetto romance by damage i was just like this woman she's everything so thank you so much And then we've got Kiri Pritchard-McLean, who's a fantastic Welsh comedian, and she's doing amazing stuff in lockdown. Um, So she is the compare of a comedy night called Comedy at the Covid Arms, and it's um, every Saturday um, from around 7, 8 o'clock, and there's different comedians performing. live streaming and it's just it's getting better week on week and it's been something that I've been really looking forward to and I just love it and also it's raising money for Trestle Trussell Trust so that's brilliant as well that might be a little thing you know tiny thing that you can do to make you feel like you're contributing as well not to be patronising but I know it's hard um Aisling B is another woman who's just well she's I don't know. I just like where have you come from you angelic being she's just hilarious. Um she's just she's brilliant again she's on Instagram and there's been um you know she's tried to make her own potato waffles because she ran out of them in like a toasty maker and it's just creasing it's hilarious. She plays the tin whistle with her nose. I mean jeez. I mean I can't get over it. She's um also she acts a lot and she's in um a fantastic series on channel four which is perfect because i've totally forgotten the name of it oh i think it's called this way up um but yeah have a look for it on channel four it deals with like um depression and sort of like suicide but it's very very funny and very it's it's really good it's with sharon hawk and i love it um also guilty feminist has been a source of joy as well so deborah francis white uh, monday to friday is hosting a live instagram um with lots of wonderful people loads and loads of different people from six o'clock which lasts about half an hour and it's not something i listen to every day but it's something i dip into and i absolutely love it it's just like very real a nice conversation and you just get a chance to see into other people's worlds, and I, you know, I really like that. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was Catherine Ryan, who's another comedian, and she's just brought out a podcast telling everybody about everything, and it's really great. I mean, for a start, it's only about twenty five minutes, which, um, I mean, if if you're like me at this moment, I'm struggling to concentrate on things for very long things go in my brain then they go out my brain so actually it's a perfect length and also kind of the themes and the topic she's talking about are brilliant so she talks about romance and uh, her relationship and her daughter but then she also talks about um, the fact that she lost um, a baby um, in very early stages of pregnancy and I just I mean it's not something I've gone through but I was so well I think she's so brave and strong to talk about that because we just don't talk about those things enough and ultimately the more we talk about them the more normal it'll become and it's not shameful it's just not a shameful thing at all Um and she's also done a little report on Tiger King and her daughter Violet as she calls her which I love I mean she's like Canadian, as Violet I mean that sounds nothing like Canadian but yeah she talks about um she's giving advice as well because you can write in that's the other thing you can write in with your letters and your problems and she'll give you advice on that so i mean tv wise i mean we're spot for choice aren't we it's just it's overwhelming um i think everybody and their sons have got disney plus mm. and are loving it myself included so i am currently obsessed with the Mandalorian. Which is kind of like a derivative of Star Wars. Um, so don't like please don't zone out at the moment, but that it features like Baby Yoda, who I swear, my god, if I could birth a baby Yoda, like I would. He's just so unbelievably cute. Like really, really cute. He's just tiny and he wears like this little fleece jacket and he's just thinking, Oh my god, like just beautiful and he makes all the right noises he's very sweet um, and of course uh, being Disney has got all your favorite cartoons on there um, so I am very much looking forward to just around the river bend and can you paint with all the colors of the wind um yeah I'm looking forward to belting those classics out and annoying the neighbors definitely um so yeah music wise there's been some like nice stuff coming out so I have been listening to Dua Lipa's new album Future Nostalgia and it's kind of like a pop an homage to pop but like disco pop so basically it's just like the whole album's just like a party and it's just super fun I love putting it on when I'm working just to like boop boop you know bop along And there's one song in particular called Levitating, which uh, I don't know how much I've played, but a lot. There's been a lot of, like, replay on that one. Um, Sam Smith and Demi Lelato brought out song today, which I'm really enjoying. Again, I've forgotten the name of it, but really enjoying that. And Troy Sivan has... um, brought out a song as well and again i've forgotten the name of it but i keep playing it i'm just like obsessed obsessed um and also i want to give a big thank out to all the animals um that are working overtime to give us joy uh, my cat george is a constant source of joy and um she seems like pretty confused about why we're around all the time but you know she's settling in um i think the only thing is is like she's a needy cat anyway and i really worry for when things go back to relative normal because she's going to be so pissed she's going to be very annoyed so my husband and i um, were trying to do a jigsaw puzzle uh the other day and she basically kept biting our ankles because she wanted attention like we were not allowed to do that which is just that's just crazy isn't it just like being bossed around by a little animal you know she's something like three kilos and it's just like bitch please but yeah that's her so um so i want to talk about some body stuff now um this may trigger um well basically I'm, I'm issuing you a trigger warning because i will be talking about um eating disorder and body dysmorphia so if you want to not listen anymore or fast forward that's totally cool I totally get it um it's just something that I've been kind of majorly struggling with um in lockdown um I just I mean food and body and my body is just something that I seem to obsess over it's kind of like I need to constantly be thinking about what I'm eating and you know can I eat that no can I eat that and it's just I think because now we can't just pop out and get something, it just kind of feels a little bit like you're stuck with what the choice that you have, and it's like it's I know it sounds very first world problems, but when you when you see food as well like you know you shouldn't see food as good and bad, but unfortunately that's something I still struggle with, then it can be quite you know you can feel quite trapped and quite isolated with it as well um yeah and I think with body image as well like I've just I feel like I've got more time to obsess over what I look like what I think I look like I mean as I said I'm not really dressing that much at the moment so for me I don't really have much form it's kind of like big jumper vibes um all the way and I'm not sure how much that's doing me well but then again I'm not sure how much motivation I have to actually kind of like doll myself up so to speak so yeah i'm really kind of struggling with it um i think maybe the one one of the positives of this is that um i have started exercising again um which i know does wonders for me really it's great uh it's a great outlet and coping mechanism for my mental health and also for this as well so um i've started running again when i can and also doing some um exercises um, from hit videos and again what I don't want you to feel is bad if you're not doing that it's just something I kind of need to do for myself and absolutely no judgment if you're not doing that I think we all have to deal with what we deal with in different ways so um, yeah so actually that's that's making me feel a bit better about myself and also giving me those endorphins you know that absolute boost after you've done something I mean the running I'm not running fast I don't massively enjoy it but actually you know it is nice to move and like see parts of Cardiff that maybe you don't normally see and that's been really good as well Um, One thing I do want to say is is also that um, it's good to try and, what I try and do if I'm feeling particularly low is like remember senses. So being mindful is really hard. It's really hard for me anyway. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. But basically I try and be mindful in a way that suits me. So sometimes I will have a shower and be mindful of all my senses so i smell you know i can smell the shampoo the sensation of the water the noise the steam you know how it makes me feel um what else can you hear the bathroom window is open so are there birds tweeting um i mean obviously not taste because you don't want to be you know kind of like eating shampoo do you mm. but yeah just trying to remember the things that you like the smells that you like the sensations that you like and that can be with like anything so um in this house we sort of burn a lot of incense and we light candles and that definitely puts me in more of a chilled mood i love having that low lighting with that really sort of aromatic smell basically i've reverted to the person that i was when i was 15 who would absolutely love all that shit so yeah that's cool definitely so i mean i've put weird stuff as a subject i don't think it's weird but really it's just kind of like kind of quirks that you come across while you're sort of in lockdown you know what you notice and how you react to things so i've never been much of a baker whatsoever and at the start of this i got really annoyed when people were like yes you should bake it's all great and i'd be like "Fuck you i don't want to bake and then i just completely thought yeah let's bake and then i realized you know like my flour was about three years out of date but i thought oh fuck it so i've started baking some bits and i'm not saying like i mean my first bake was rock cakes Mm -hmm. which they're meant to look shit so thank god for that because they really did um but yeah but also um i really i find baking like totally hard because you have to be so accurate and that's just not something i can be bothered with i was just like, oh measure this quarter of that and you're like oh god that's just like i haven't got time for this um so some of you might have seen on my instagram where i was swearing my head off i decided to make carrot muffins and I thought, yeah, lots of carrots, this is gonna be good. Now, the problem was, it's like you have to grate the carrots. Oh my god, I swear to god, it takes forever. Like, forever. And everything's slushy and it makes your hands really orange. And I was like, oh fuck this. I mean, honestly, it took fucking forever. And then all the mixture was all over my hands, and I was just like, this it better be fucking worth it, I swear well luckily it was they were delicious but I was like never again I mean I forgot how much I hate grating oh my god grating is so boring it's one of the most boring things you can do like why would you and also I have a scar on my thumb from when I grated I was making a Rosty. I've only made Rosty once which is like a potato I grated part of my thumb and oh my god it hurts so much may not have an actual scar from grating which i think signifies that maybe i shouldn't be baking to be honest but yeah we've made bread as well which has been quite good um but again i'm not sure what anything is ever meant to look like so you know when i'm mixing things i'm like is this right is the consistency right i don't know i'm not a natural when it comes to like being good at knowing what things should look like you know it's just like hope for the best really yeah um also i've developed like a favorite baking tray so we've got two mainly two baking trays and one is like old and grim and the other one is kind of like quite new and fresh and i'm always like yeah i'll pick that one i don't know why it's my favorite but it is and i think that's just part of all of this like who, why the fuck would anyone have a baking tray like who knows that this that's their favorite so strange so strange i mean I've been dreaming a lot as well I'm not sure if you've been dreaming but I can't I just can't stop dreaming and most of the time I am late for a train I'm on the wrong platform and I can see the train on the other platform the other day I was meant to be going to an exam and I was late for that and so I've looked up on it and apparently it's like I've got a fear of missing out an opportunity which I think makes a lot of sense uh, judging by what we're going through at the moment I mean What is this? So uh, another thing I want to talk to you about is a project I'm involved with called Dressing for Joy. Now my amazing friend Lisa has created this project and it's about turning body image issues into positivity, clothes and the story around them. Um, When I first met Lisa um, we sort of bonded over our love of clothes and colour. And this is what this project is about, really. We, you know, we both have issues when it comes to our body. Um, but I know that we do find joy in clothes and accessories and colour. And it's just we did a photo shoot um, a couple of years ago and of some of my favourite clothes. And it was just so much fun. It was amazing. And, you know, I realised how fashion is such an important part of who I am. I absolutely love trawling vintage shops and charity shops trying to find that one gem you know you're like oh that thing that you think oh god i need it i must have it and i think my style has kind of evolved over the last couple of years to be as colorful as possible lots of sequins tassels fringing um what else velvet is another uh, material i love um i just i kind of love it i mean dressing up as well can make you feel like a different person it can just brighten your day and just like sometimes you don't need to do massive things like you just wear a pair of pink socks or you wear like a pair of bright earrings and it's like oh i feel good yes and basically as i'm talking i'm thinking to myself amina just get dressed properly stop like wallowing around i look like mrs twit on the regular it's not cool But again, I'm going through a process, who knows. But um, yeah, I've waffled on anyway. But if you want to have a look at the project, it's at dressingforjoy.com. And it's also on Instagram, dressing underscore for underscore joy. And it's absolutely brilliant. And uh, Lisa is an angel, so please go and check that out well i think this might be the end of the podcast because i just wanted to come and say hello really and talk to you about some of the stuff that i'm going through and um yeah if you listen well thank you very much and give me feedback and if there's anything you want me to talk about next time i would be super happy to that would be great you can ask me anything i'm pretty much an open book so um take lots of care guys and um you do you and honestly just please just remember that this is not forever this is just a a temporary state of weirdness and the way that you feel is totally fine don't let anyone make you feel that you should be doing better or being more positive you do you thanks guys see you soon